This is episode number four where I share some news and testimonies of what's going on with Texas Tenor Works. What's going on? This is Quaman Fowler coming to you with another podcast for Texas Tenor Works or Texas Tenor Music. And uh, man, I would like to thank all of my listeners out there from around the world and here locally. Uh, the internet is just wonderful. You know, you get a chance to uh, share things that touches people all over the world. And you never really know how you're affecting people until they reach out to you. And so I wanted to show some appreciation and uh, share some of the feedback that I've been getting, uh, first of all, from the podcast. So let's take a look at uh, some of these testimonials. So on episode number three, I covered primary and secondary income, uh, which was a chapter in my book, The Christian Musician. And I got some feedback from Joe Mafande. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> but uh, he, he posted on the blog uh, for the podcast. He said, Quaman, I'd like to thank you for your instructive words of wisdom in knowing how to position oneself spiritually and in the ministry for progressive and sustainable growth. I encourage you to continue producing all of the wealth of musical and spiritual value you have for the sake of and benefit of a few who have an ear to hear what the Spirit and you have to say. LOL. In simple words, continue your ministry as you have my support and appreciation for its existence. A note on your music. I find your music spiritually clean and musically sweet taste and touching. Keep it up. Man, thank you so much, Joel. I really appreciate that. Um, and that's my motive. I mean, that's what I aim for to, um, you know, try to stay focused on the main thing, and that's God, having a relationship with, with, with God through Christ Jesus is, is what it's all about. And that, that being at the center of my heart, the works that I do uh, come from that place. And, uh, you know, I always wanted to be not only a blessing to people through some of the music that I create, but also help people with information and knowledge that I've acquired over the years. And like you said, there's a small audience of people who want to hear what I have to, to say and uh, share. So I appreciate that. I also had a testimony from uh, YouTube that I want to share. And this is from a fellow uh, saxophonist. Uh, we posted a video from a performance that we did um, for a Southwestern uh, Baptist event. And um, I would like to share that I with you. Uh, it was, okay, uh, the commercials got me there. But it was from, um, it was on, the comment was on a video uh, entitled Forever. And you can go to YouTube and look up uh, look on my channel forever by Q and the crew, and you'll find it. And uh, I want to read a comment that came from a fellow saxophonist 
by the name of Phil French. Okay, so it says, hey, bro, you're my favorite tenor saxophonist. I'm feeling the sound in all caps like never before. The vibrations are a true testimony for you, bro. You can feel it in every song, exclamation point. Congrats and God bless, man. So that's from uh, Phil French, and I appreciate you, Phil. Um, Phil also is is uh, one who plays and, and travels. We usually help each other out with gigs and referrals. If I can't do a gig, I'll try to get Phil to do, and if Phil can't do one and and I'm available, he'll reach out to me. So we've definitely helped each other out on, on gigs. So I, I really appreciate um, the the your, your feedback and your kind words. Um, and, um, you know, once again, I just wanted to share some of these testimonies that people have sent in. And there's, there's more. But if you want to uh, leave a comment, you can leave one, of course, here on the blog or um, wherever you're consuming this podcast. Okay, so I got some news to share. Uh, I wanted to update you all of of what is going on because it's a lot of moving parts to doing this. Um, One of the things is uh, another guitar player uh, by the name of uh, Hugh Neal Lee. I actually call him Neal, and he's a guitar player from Korea. He's been in Dallas for the last, what, six? 10 years or so maybe seven to ten years something like that and so he's actually um he has released his cd entitled living water and uh i had the opportunity to help him with kind of uh you know going through the project getting the project done uh, going through the process rather um he ended up uh recording it at january studios where joey lomas is the recording engineer, and uh, he had uh, Colin Campbell on piano, he had Young Heo on bass, he had Terrence Hobdy on the drums, and uh, a vocalist by the name of Shalia James, who uh, actually sang on one of the tunes, and of course myself on uh, saxophone, and uh, it was a great project, uh, straight ahead, um, gospel or Christian music, themed uh, uh, songs and titles. And, um, you know, here in this particular podcast, I wanted to showcase some of the music. Um, So I'm going to play a little bit of his music, and uh, you'll be able to get it also on iTunes, or you can stream it from Texas Tenor Music. You can go to the Texas Tenor Music stream by going to uh, kwamonfowler.com, slash music and click on the 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 subscribe button there on that page and you'll be able to uh, access this new CD also all of my music um, that I've released previously and some of the new stuff that I have coming up so uh, check that out so here is Neil's um, CD and I'm gonna play the tune with Shalia singing on it uh, entitled Secret Place.
That was Secret Place by Hunil Lee. And you can get, once again, this CD. Um, you can stream it from Texas Tenor Music Stream here. If you go to QuamonFowler.com and click on the Music tab, you'll be able to stream this CD along with some of the other music from my collection. Uh, also, if you are uh, wanting to access the songs through iTunes to download, you can uh, check it out on iTunes. And um, this was a great project. Uh, we recorded it at January Studios with Joey Lomas, and uh, it was it was fun. Uh, all of the songs are original songs, and I was able to write one for Neil, the one that's called Blues Lee. So uh, it was great, a great experience, and uh, Neil is excited. One of these days I need to have him on uh, so y'all can get a chance to meet him and we can talk to him about some of the songs, so, uh, you know, his inspiration. But anyway, uh, we're going to move right along. I have a, a release of my own that I was able to put out um, through uh, my website, Texas Tenor Music Stream, and uh, mine is entitled Little Q is here. And so I wrote this song for uh, my son. And, um, you know, he has been a blessing to us. He has been around so far <laughs> uh, a year and uh, three or four months now. And uh, he is definitely a joy. He is a miracle baby because he was born at 23 weeks. So he has an awesome testimony. Uh, I saw him when he was a pound, four ounces, and he's bloomed to be a, a long boy, you know, now uh, a little over 17 pounds and uh, looking good. And, uh, you know, it's it's just been a blessing just to see um, him bloom and uh, just through the prayers and support of family and friends, uh, God has definitely came through and, and been faithful and still uh, working uh, miracles in his life. So I'm just thankful for him. And I wrote this song um, that was actually actually produced, co-produced with Carl Wagner, who is a phenomenal producer, uh, piano player, saxophone player, and has a great ear um, for uh, mixing. And so he, he did the mix on this. He asked me, he's like, man, you know, who's mixing it? And I was like, I don't know. You, you want to give it a shot? And he's like, yeah. And so uh, Carl has uh, been helping me get these songs mixed. And uh, this is one song of many that <laughs> we're going to release uh, through Texas Tenor Music Stream. Okay, so uh, check this one out. This is Little Q is here.
Great. That was Little Q is Here, a clip from um, that release. And um, yeah, so I'm excited. You know, it's a it's definitely a different approach that I'm taking with releasing the music. And um, it's uh, something that I wanted to do just to stay in control of my uh, music and the way that people consume it um, and trying to cut out the middleman as much as I can. Of course, you always have to pay for the payment processing uh, and the website that you're going to host it on, you know. But uh, it's always good when you can have control over your intellectual property and uh, be able to know uh, who is buying your your music or buying your um, you know products and be able to communicate with them. So when you purchase any of the music from a website, you know I'll know who you are and I'll be able to reach out to you and tell you thank you, you know. So um, definitely am excited about that. And also, of course, I've been promoting the book that I released a month ago now. The Christian Musician, Learn What Your Real Gift Is and How to Succeed With and Beyond Your Music. And, um, you know, I had some great uh, feedback from that book. I had uh, another testimony to share um, from a friend of mine uh, who plays trumpet. He's a church member, Bobby Johnson. So we'll take a listen to a testimony from Bobby. Bobby, um, just finished reading uh, The Christian Musician by Okamon Fowler. Um, very good book. I'm glad I, uh, I bought it, picked it up. Uh, once I started reading, I really couldn't put it down. It gives a lot of information and insight uh, about his musical journey, especially from a Christian basis. Uh, it really opened up a lot of things for me. I asked a lot of questions, me growing up in the church myself. Um, a lot of the myths that we were taught growing up, he explains them and just kind of gives you a real good insight of, of the Christian musician and what your goal should be, what your um, just uh, just what your goal should be, and not just focus on music only, but it really tells you how to be established as a man or a woman of God, and then put music as a secondary, not as a career, but just putting God first in everything you do, and just um, really explain the creation roles, and just it gives a very good perspective of the musician's mindset and I just really enjoyed it. I encourage everyone um, to get it, especially musicians, Christian musicians. I definitely recommend that you get this book. Uh, it would definitely help you out and give you some insight from a, uh, a musician who plays on a, on a very high level and still loves God also. I really appreciate uh, Bobby. Him and his wife moved here from Oklahoma and they're fellowshipping with us at our church and uh, it's been a pleasure, um, you know, hanging out with Bobby and, and talking to him about his background and and helping helping him out musically. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something when you're raised a certain way and we all come we all come from different uh, backgrounds, especially for those people who are in the church. I mean, some denominations were pretty hardcore about uh, not listening or doing things that wasn't. Um, done at church uh, or, you know, stylistically certain musics to to stay away from, you know. Um, and of course, you know, people's faith level and uh, their knowledge and convictions 
are always going to be in different places. And uh, depending on a person's uh, ignorance or what people are able to tolerate, you know, everybody's going to vary in opinion. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's a journey and it's a process. The The point with with me, my parents allowed me to listen to jazz and to listen to uh, different things. I, I've, of course, even with the rap earlier on, you know, uh, we listened to that. I mean, it, it, I, I guess we snuck it in the house some type of way. But um, for me, and this is what I mentioned in the book, like I kind of got uh, turned on to jazz when I was around 14 or so. And so I kind of gravitated to that music because it was more intellectually stimulating and um, I wanted a challenge. Of course, I liked the rhythm and the feel of a lot of the uh, rap or hip hop or whatever that was going on. We came up in Fort Worth. It was uh, gangster rap <laughs> and bass nemesis and, and um, different uh, Magic Mike and stuff like that. That was like the music that we heard. And uh, of course, once I started playing saxophone, I started checking out Kenny G. Najee, Dave, Kaz, and those kind of uh, musicians. But when I got a hold of jazz, it's like it was something that was more stimulating uh, from the standpoint of, of intellectual uh, aspect, and it was a challenge. And so I wanted to dig into that. And so I started uh, going more from the 90s, going back to the 70s, 60s, and 50s, and, and even 40s uh, with the music that I was listening to. So it really um, caused me to want to study deeper. And so, of course, when you grow and you you mature, a lot of the stuff, the music, even if it's not uh, with words, God can still uh, deal with you because you can you can make an idol out of anything, you know, even if it's uh, fishing, (laughs) You know, or if it's bodybuilding, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be uh, just music or entertainment. You know, anything you can make an idol of. And so you have to have some balance uh, when you do uh, study uh, music or, or have a craft, because the whole point of the matter is God needs to be first. And he helps us to prioritize our lives and put things in the right place the right places. And that's, that's what he, that's really what I wanted to communicate through the book, because it's a lot of myths and misconceptions about, um, you know, things when it comes to um, maturing and, and uh, growing uh, as a musician. And also, you know, from the standpoint, you can overdo it because what happens when you do spend too much time in the music and trying to sound like this person or, or wanting people to ooh and ah about your ability, then you got your whole motive focused on the wrong thing. It ain't about none of that. It's just a, a style or it's just a, a, a particular talent that you have put your time and, and energy into. It's not really about that. God doesn't care about any of that. He cares about us functioning as human beings, being a husband, 
a wife, a father, and a, and a mother and raising kids and taking care of our kids. We're replicating his kingdom. He's a creator. We're creators. And so we first need to be responsible for, uh, you know, taking care of our business and, and doing the right thing so that when we mature and getting to get into relationships with other people, we can be good stewards of our relationships. And even when we have kids, we can be good stewards over them. That's the, the whole point and purpose. The music and everything that goes on, goes on within an industry is all man-made. The industry didn't start with, with God. The industry started musically. So when I talk about the music industry, the music industry, like I mentioned in my podcast, uh, the music industry started with, with Cain's lineage. Jubal, you know, and he was cursed. Cain was was under a curse. So you don't want to get wrapped up into a particular industry and the way that that industry model is, uh, you know, constructed where you make that an idol and you serve that. You know, I had to learn that there's a better way. There's another way. And that's where the Bible comes in, the word of God comes in because it challenges your mindset. It challenges your motive and your heart has to be in the right place. And when you get your heart right and you want and desire God and you want to do the right thing, then he'll help you to organize and and reprioritize some things in your life so that when you do create music, if you're a musician, it can come from a more sincere, honest place and it's pure. And um, that's that's what I want to do. That's that's my heart. And I pray, you know, I can stay in that place, you know, and not be in bondage to, um, you know, a lot of the vices that come in uh, pursuing a career in music, you know. So uh, I just wanted to share some testimonies and give you all some news about what was going on, what's happening uh, now. And uh, once again, y'all can go to KwamanFowler.com and uh, click on the music tab. And there you can find out about the music streaming service. It's actually 14 days free, uh, free trial. Then after that, it's just $7 a month. And uh, that's where you'll be able to get um, uh, hear or stream Neil's music. And also you'll be able to get my music there. And... Um, Make sure you just uh, stay tuned. We're going to be posting podcasts every week. And, um, you know, we have some performances and more videos to post up. Um, So make sure you get uh, on the website and go to YouTube. YouTube channel is forward slash, it's youtube.com forward slash Texas Tenor, T-E-X-A-S 1-0-E-R. You can go there and check out the videos and subscribe. Uh, also, if you would like to get a copy of the book, we are getting close to being sold out. I need to order some more books so you can get it from my website uh, on the front there. You can uh, get it there. So um, that's it. Uh, I'll be back. Uh, hopefully I can bring some of my friends on and you can get a chance to meet them. Send your comments uh, in to me. I would like to read them, your testimonies about how uh, Texas Tenor Works has been a blessing to you. Some of the music or the podcast or whatever, I'll uh, try to give you a shout out in the podcast. So that's all for today, and we will see you again next time. Peace. <laughs>